Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Hello and welcome to Ask Margaret from What Fresh Hell, laughing in the face of motherhood, answering your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. Today's question reads, have you ever done an episode on kid crushes? My third grader has a secret crush and wrote about it, which I found in her book bag. I think it is adorable. Any tips on how to address or ignore our kids' cute little crushes? The first thing I'll say about kids' crushes is that I think they can be kind of exciting and sometimes a little shocking for us because often this is the first time that your child is having an interaction, an experience, an emotion that you don't know about. I always remember sending my kids off, whether it was daycare, when they were really little, and they would come home and use a word, and I would think, I didn't teach them that word. And there's this process, especially with little kids, where you start to hear things and you think, oh my, this is the beginning of of them having some sort of internal life that I don't know about, and that's sort of shocking. So just keep that in your mind. Like, oh, this is something that starts to happen, and it's an age-appropriate thing that starts to happen. There's a temptation, especially with crushes, to kind of lean in on the, oh, you have a crush, I found out about it. I would resist any urge to embarrass or tease your kid about their crush, because this is the classic example of we are seeing it from our lofty adult point of view, and we know it's kind of adorable and slightly ridiculous, but for your kid, it may feel really, really serious. So to feel that they're being laughed at about it is probably not the right approach. I have an article from parents.com that I will link in the show notes and lots of good advice on this. Uh, They talk about you may want to avoid the subject altogether or squeeze out every last detail. Try to find that sweet spot in the middle. You don't need all of this information. Spoiler alert, this is not your new uh, son or daughter-in-law who you're meeting. This is a crush at school. And it's something that your child is navigating and you could be there to guide. But I would resist the urge to play detective. Who is it? How do you feel? A million questions. Hold kid crushes lightly because... Let me tell you, they may be getting married on the elementary school playground this week, and two weeks from now, they're onto something completely new, and they've forgotten about it. So resist the urge to overcommit to your kid's crush. I would try to get a sense of how they're feeling, if it's sort of a mutual crush, what are they talking about, and on what level, so you can help kind of guide that experience a little bit. And in that way, keep the conversation around this pretty general because again we're not going to over lean into like the specifics of the situation which may change right away when you're talking about third grade you're talking about fourth grade this is pre 
sexual crushes. Here's a quote from Lisa Spiegel in the parents' piece. Kids are just starting on a path of putting together the ideas of love, physical feelings, and connections. So what a crush means to a kid may be really, really different than what a crush means to a young adult. But it's still a really good time to talk about boundaries, and you have to put a pretty fine point on that. It is totally fine for you guys to feel this way and talk about it, but you are too young to be doing anything physical. You can set those boundaries for yourself. I would say nothing physical at all, not hand-holding, not kissing, that you are too young for that, but it is okay to feel really special towards somebody, but your boundary is that nothing physical is allowed at school, after school, anywhere. And here, to be clear, I'm talking about elementary school kids. This conversation is going to change when your kids get into high school. But with little kids, it's not so serious. As parents points out, early infatuations usually don't last long, but your child may be hurt if a classmate says they don't want to be their girlfriend anymore. And this is another chance. Talk it through. This is lessons about disappointments, about changing friendships. These are things your kids are going to be dealing with, and it can be a really good entree into having these conversations and a great opportunity to share some of your experiences from childhood, point out the great qualities of their other friends who they still have, help them navigate it. Don't try to control it. That is the key to dealing with childhood crushes, along with our other two North Stars, which are don't embarrass, resist the urge to kid your kids, and don't hold it tightly. Don't overlean into what it all means, you know, when your kid has a little crush. I hope that helps. And friends, if you have a question for myself or Amy, you can ask them at questions at whatfreshhellpodcast.com. You can ask them on our Instagram at whatfreshhellcast or on our Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash groups, forward slash what fresh hellcast. I got it right. And you may hear your question answered on an upcoming episode. Thanks so much for listening. And I hope you all have a really happy new year. We are looking forward to an exciting 2022 on the What Fresh Hell podcast. Hey there, I'm Debbie Reber, the founder of Tilt Parenting and the author of the book Differently Wired. The mission of Tilt is to change the way neurodivergence, whether that's having a learning disability, having ADHD, being gifted, autistic, or some combination of all of the above, is perceived and experienced so differently wired kids and the parents like us raising them can truly thrive. On the Tilt Parenting Podcast, I get to talk with authors, therapists, educators, and parenting experts who are committed to this mission. I ask the questions my listeners are most curious about when it comes to supporting our kids. And in turn, my guests share strategies for challenges, out-of-the-box ideas for navigating school, best practices for therapies, tips for advocating, and so many thoughtful insights on what it really takes to help our kids grow up feeling seen and respected so they can create awesome lives for themselves. I know that raising a differently wired kid can feel overwhelming and isolating, but I promise you, you are not alone and it can feel so much better. If you're on this parenting journey, come listen to Tilt Parenting. Together, we can shift this paradigm and show up for our exceptional kids with hope, possibility, and joy. 
When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask-Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.